0: This is for you guys who like Himalaya. (laughs) Whatever you want, you get. (laughs) So now you're happy, huh? Don't blame me. All your romantic imagination about Himalaya, and this is only one-tenth of it. I mean, even not one-tenth, maybe one one hundred or something. (laughs) Yes. We don't have snow and we don't have... And we have food and we have transportation, we have warm tea, we can cook easy. In Himalaya, you can't even cook. The, the air pressure is so... uh, So, how do you say, so low. Yeah? <laughs> the water doesn't boil. So I ended up just eating raw, <laughs> raw food for fun. <laughs> it's not fun, but... Okay, now anyone else who, who like to still go to Himalaya, right hand? I can make it, you know, more Himalaya-like. <laughs> A little more imagination will help. <laughs> oh, my God, are you still there? So many. I thought you're going home. <laughs> but uh, the space is more comfortable now, huh? Just colder, huh? Ah, that's why. Some oven has left us. <laughs> Some people are so hot. When you sit next to them, you feel like you are next to the oven, huh? Right? I don't know how they bear themselves. Yeah. I have an assistant, and at night he even cover with blankets. Yeah. It's not like not like he sleep without blanket. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and. And when he sits next to the dog, the dog begins to pant. (laughs) I guess he eats a lot of chocolate, drinks a lot of Coca-Cola, yucky, junk food. He can't live without Coca-Cola and chocolate. First thing in the morning, open the fridge, cola. The second time, open the fridge again, cola. Third time, open the fridge again, you know the rest, yes. And anytime if we are something you know, missing in the household, for example, like we write a list, you know, what to buy today, the first thing ever he lists is cola. <laughs> and you can befriend him by threatening not to buy Coca-Cola for him, then he'd be very good to you. <laughs> hey, behave, honey. He, he doesn't want to go to his cage to sleep. He just hang on in there, so I say, I don't have time. <laughs> We gotta go together, so he say, Okay. Yeah. This is the first time you are in the big, whole wide world. Yeah. You like it? Huh? You like it, honey? You okay? It's okay. We're good people. Look how good they are. Look how bright they are. Look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I told you, you're gonna see good people and do some good stuff. Oh, yeah. I told you the world is not so bad. Hmm? Everything's okay. Stay here. She's in this blanket. I'm sorry. He's, he's a little sick and nobody nobody has been able to pet him so far, you know? So I just feel sorry for him. <laughs> Tonight he let me pet so long so I don't want to, you know, feel sorry for him. So I brought him here because I don't want to force him to come out of my shoulder. I keep doing it for half an hour. I say, okay, never mind. <laughs> just stay. He's been very sick and the doctor quarantined him. Don't let him come out because, because uh, he's uh, he's nearsighted. Yeah, he told me he's nearsighted, and he he's very clumsy. <laughs> he said he's not used to being in the body. Poor thing. Who is? <laughs> Are you? No. So anyway, <laughs> hey, don't do anything stupid up there, okay? <laughs> come up, sweetheart. Up here. Good boy, that's a good boy. So he has been, he has been in the cage for a long time, you know. And it's not good for a little boy to be in a cage for. You want to say something? Quickie quiggy. Sing some song. Yeah. Say hello. All right. He can whistle beautiful song. In the morning when he wakes up, my God, no music can. Feel better than just a natural whistle. He whistled beautiful tune all by himself. He made up his tune. Yeah, he's only six months. <laughs> he didn't learn anything from anywhere. He's been confined, you know. Nobody touched him. Hey! All right, if you're happy there, just be careful, don't fall out. <laughs> All right. are you're right there? Let me see. yeah, I'm not too bad, is it <laughs> I guess he wants to bring you some laughter. You know. He insists to, to come with. I worry because he easy fall out, and when he fall out, he bleeds, you know, so i didn't really want to bring him, you know, because I have to carry him, and he might jump out again, and he's, he's very nearsighted and clumsy. And he bleeds, so doctor don't let him, you know, come out of the cage, actually. But I feel so sorry for the guy. I always scoop up in there while everybody else on different perch every day. We have many perches, you know, and they take turn to uh, go different perches. But over here, it's just temporary, you know. Where where I stay is more toys and more more different perches, you know, and bigger cage and better toys. and Of course, you know, better rooms and things like that and warmer. But everyone can have a perch and come out. He has his purse, it just stay empty all the time. <laughs> so I feel sorry for him, you know. I just want to pet him so he feels better. Oh he fight he struggle, he doesn't want to be touched. But once I touched him, my god he struggled like he don't want to go anymore. You know, I just and every time I stop he, he he bite my finger and put it back where the head is, you know, <laughs> like yes. He, he he adjusts so quick. And he loved it so quickly, you know, before he struggled. Nobody dared to pet him because we don't want to sh- him to struggle too much and he hurt himself, you see. But today I am determined, you know, to give him the love of the touch and all oh, he loved it so much and then now he, he stand on our sh- on a, a hand and come up. Never before he did this, except today. You have to put a long stick and stay a long way from him and say, Come, come. Please, please, please. Use all kind of trick to coerce him, you know, but today after I pet him and he loves it so much, if you snuggle in there, now he come to finger and, you know, he just come up to your finger, no problem. Before he would bite you, you know, bite terribly. I told you, I told you it's going to be good. Hmm? (laughs) But he never know love, you see, so he doesn't know. He, I guess he's eight months now, not seven months, but he is—he he sings so beautifully. He whistles, you know, better than any whistling uh, music I've ever heard. He made up his tune, so young, so beautiful. Mm. Just like us, huh? God wants to help us, the Master wants to help us. We, we always struggle against it. You know, we fight and we bite and we kick and we rebel and everything but once we know the love of god huh like this huh <laughs> after we get initiation and we know what it is like to be loved huh oh we don't want to go nowhere look at us <laughs> sitting here in the warm weather <laughs> hey <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing baby oh my god <laughs> Okay, can you move your beautiful tail somewhere? That's it, thanks a lot. <laughs> My wisdom I need to be, you know, clear, all right? <laughs> it's not too cold for you. Yeah. This is only for today, okay Lumino? It cannot be a habit like this, okay? Yeah? Only today you're spoiled because it's Christmas and it's your first, first day of, of human petting contact. And so you got spoiled a little, okay? From tomorrow, no more up there, huh? <laughs> yeah. The birds, if you let them stay on your shoulders, on your hair, on your head, if you don't train them well, they will bite you if you remove them, because it's the highest position. And to birds, to birds, hate is everything. Yeah, they love to be the higher, the better. See? So when you remove them from to go down, they don't like it, and they might bite you. Yeah. They call it uh, displacement, uh, uh, displacement uh, temper Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? He's nodding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My God. Okay, guys, I just come to sit with you for a while. <laughs> so I had enough with your Himalaya dream. Mm. You, <laughs> you also, you know, rub off on me. I have to bear the cold. I had enough. We had to do something. <laughs> yeah, maybe we have to find some warm, warmer place, huh? Small or big, we have to find it. Okay, no more Himalaya. Sorry, no, 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 <laughs> no. What's he doing? He's nodding again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know when uh, when you're born in the warm climate. Your blood is thinner. See, it takes a long time to get used to with a colder climate. And after you stay in a colder climate too long, you know, after six months or something, your blood becomes thick. And then when you go to the hot country, you feel too hot. <laughs> so we just run around the globe, <laughs> accommodating the weather. <laughs> and our blood goes crazy. <laughs> ah. Ah, but warmer climate, always more comfy, huh? Yeah, we have to find a perfect weather place, you know, and <laughs> a perfect place and perfect everything and become a perfect saint, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks a lot for being here. If you're going home, have a nice journey, take some blessed food with you, with love, yeah? And if you stay in, and meditate, huh? And I come to see you if I'm still here. Okay? Maybe... maybe one more day,
1: yeah? <laughs> oh, whoa, oh, oh.
0: honey, let's go, up. Thank you, up, come, 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 come. You messed up my coiffure. <laughs> oh, well, Do I look funky now. You like funky look, huh? <laughs> Baby, you're such a good boy today. I am so happy with you. Thank you. Thank you for being a gentleman. Yeah, see, we can be best buddies, huh? no need struggle, see, I never harm you, ah, all right, one is a good thing for you, I want to see the world and the people and the scenery and the sky, yeah, breathe the fresh air, all this you have never experienced. See, it's good for you. Mm -hmm. You're getting fatter and fatter sitting in a cage doing nothing but eating. (laughs) Yeah. Yesterday, you know what happened to my microphone over there? The Rottweiler ate it. (laughs) Three attendants sit in there, glue on the performers, (laughs) and the Rottweiler chew the whole electric wire. They don't even know. And when I want to talk, eh? Hello, hello. (laughs) Where's the wire? Okay. Have you had fun these
2: days?
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah, yes. That's good, good. You all look very, very pretty. The dogs, they love, they love you. Any other dog you don't touch, understand this? Without the owner saying, it's okay, you have to ask, is it okay to touch? Number one, sometimes the, the owner keeps the dogs very clean. They don't want any dirty or sweaty hand on them. Number two, the dogs might bite stranger, understand? So uh, you every time you touch any animal, you ask permission. Can I touch him? Can I touch her? Something like that, yeah. And gently first. You see, only if the owner say okay, you touch, yeah. If you just touch a- any animal at random and you don't know how, they may bite you. Huh? Even birds, they can bite severely. So I- if you ask the parents, they show you how. Yeah? also they w- also uh politeness. Né? because some of the people just touch animal at random and they turn around bite them. And then that poor animal have to be killed. Do you understand the consequence? It's not about you. It's about the animal that you love. You see, if you love them, you care. Yeah, you care. What good for them? Good for you. Yeah? So don't just go and grab anything because they're small. They're cute. They are cute, but we have to be also cautious. They're lovely, but we also have to be loving. You understand? Because sometimes they're not used to it. Stranger. No, are you used to a stranger? Okay, we put it down ourselves. For example, if we see an animal, oh, it's so cute, and then grab them. You know, that's not good. You see what I mean? Because just like you, minding your own very business, and somebody stranger come along, just say, oh, you are cute, 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 and then pick you up by the hair or by the head, and then hang you upside down, or pet you all over and kiss you all over. You like that? Okay. Is that simple? Yeah. So similarly, animals, they have feeling also. We have to respect them, eh? Respect them. So when you go to the zoo or go to some circus or something, be very quiet so you don't excite their, their fear, you see? Once they're fearful, they attack. Animal mostly they don't attack any um, human because they have respect for human unless they fear, you know, unless they're really, really also really hungry and they have nothing else to eat but mostly very, they have respect for humans because we are very high, you see? But if we make them afraid, they might attack people, all right? Understand now, huh? No. You tell every others of our small, small brother and sister, the same thing I told you, eh? Hey? Okay? Uh, these, some of them are babies, so have to handle with care also. This guy, his name is Lumino. He's a very rare species. It's called um, West uh, Eastern Rosella. Yeah. I I will let you I will let you touch them though, okay? Afterward, and let them uh, they hang on you also fine, but not without supervision, yeah? 'Cause they bite very hard. This guy, if they want to, if they are scared, they bite. They don't bite. They try to grab. You see, what I mean, they try to grab so that they can have something to hang on. The big egg, just like the hand, our hand. You see? So if they bite sometime very hard, it's very difficult to to heal, to heal that. It's, it's, it can be bleeding. Okay, happy, 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 enough. You've been around already. <laughs> he loves you. Okay, never mind, let it be. <laughs> she loves you, huh? When the dog licks you, he loves you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She licks you too, yeah. Also, dogs, they know who needs love also. When they come to someone and they hug them or love them, they know that person needs that love, or also that person loves them, or very nice person, you see. Dogs are very healing. Yeah, it's okay, honey, it's okay. All right, so now let's come to the most exciting part. (laughs) You can let them, uh, some of them you can some of them you should not touch, understand? Like the pink guy here, he's not uh, very well socialized. He has been in a cage for a long time. Years and years, I mean, cannot get out, you know? and It's uh, he, a little traumatized, yeah? This one pink, no touch, okay? I can, but I can handle it first and then leave it to you, but I don't know, okay? Everyone else is okay. And this one I don't know yet because he has been uh, you know, sick and the doctor put him, don't let him out. You know, just stay in the cage for a long time. I just tamed him last night and he's okay now. He never let me touch before. Last night I pet him and he's okay now. He's uh, eight months old. Yeah. What? How much is for that? This one uh, nine hundred dollars.
2: Whoa.
0: Yes.
3: How much did you spend all together to buy
0: all the birds? How much I spent all together? Oh, I did not count. But for example, this one is very expensive. This one would cost, you know, if he's older, it he would cost like fifteen thousand dollars. But this one, he costs only nine thousand five hundred because he's a baby. Yeah. For example. This one cost like my between. That one's a two two thousand five hundred. Even though I adopted him, I had to pay. <laughs> yeah, he can dance. He can talk a lot. It's just right now he's very shy. You see, he turns his butt on you. you <laughs> Not very socialized because he has been uh, rejected and abused before, so he doesn't trust human that much. Understand? Um, when you said the pink one uh, doesn't
2: trust humans that much, does it trust you? Yeah, he
0: does. He does. You trust me, honey. Up. <laughs> he's he's kind of afraid of that guy, right? You do. Boy, boy, you have to love them a lot, and then they get used to you. Okay, they trust you. Hello. <laughs> Say it again. Say hello. Say I love you. I love you. Not my necklace. No. Yeah. say hello, hello, okay. Um, sometimes do they get jealous of each other? Yes, 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 they do. They do get jealous of each other. If I pet one, the other one screams sometimes. <laughs> me too, me too, me too.
4: <laughs> yeah. Do the dogs ever like
0: play around with the birds? Like do you let them interact with each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The birds love, uh, love, uh, love the puppies. This one, he loves to print print the hair of the dog. But the dog doesn't really keen on printing very much. He thinks he's pretty already. <laughs> Benny, come here. <laughs> Benny, baby! Oh my God, look at you! Oh! around. You want to print him? Yeah, you like to print him, don't you? A little bit, come on. You want to print? No. You see that? He print it out for him. You see that? He loves him yeah hello, you bring that thing out. Oh, it's so dirty, isn't it dirty? Yeah, take it off for him, honey. It's so dirty. You see that huh? How
5: much um happy costs
0: Happy oh, happy, happy I adopted him from uh, animal shelter. Uh, if because some dogs that people don't want, yeah, and some birds people don't want, you can also adopt. They cost uh, more or less expensive. But uh, some, if you adopt them, you must know the background of the dog. You ask many questions: Why is he been here? Why is he uh, given away? You know, has he been vicious? Has he has he beat people and things like that? You have to know. So, for example, so if you want to adopt, you have to be more careful, yeah. His name is Goody. You call him Goody, and he likes that. Goody, see? Uh, he's very sweet. He's very sweet. Be careful. This guy, if you see him outside. Don't touch, okay? They are very uh, aggressive to strangers because they are guard dog Instinct, instinct they are guard dog. But if, if their owner says, okay, then you can touch, you see? Especially this guy, don't just jump to him because mine is very sweet. Mine is very sweet because I, I train them. See? They love, they love. You see? <laughs> yes. Not in… Not every Rottweiler bad, though, but they are specially specialized for guarding, so they're kind of vicious, you know. But if the owner trains them well, they're also sweet like this. But you never know which one trained, which one not, so you ask. You see, you see, what I mean? Okay, help. All right. Any other question? If not, you you can go into. You have them. Be natural, okay. Be natural. Don't be too much. Don't be too little. We are are修行中道嘛, huh? We practice the middle way, okay? Don't grab too hard and don't be too 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 shy, huh? You see, you lose either way. You lose. You see that? The the guy who who grab and hold me there lost, and you are too shy, standing there waiting for order, lost, huh? I keep saying, please come here, please come here. I get fed up, you see. Huh? If I am uh, chasing some guy and if I keep telling him I love you, come here, and he don't come, I say, forget it, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, let alone you are not my boyfriend or anything. And if I keep inviting you, come here, you don't come, forget it. Yeah, I'm like that, huh? right? Who has time to sit here and wait for somebody who doesn't like you? Huh? I'm, I'm not just anybody, I'm somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm nobody. I'm the most humble person in the whole planet. <laughs> yes, there's a joke about, about that too, you know. I was uh, in a church, yeah? The Archbishop just visited that church. And, uh, and then suddenly he got him too emotional. He nailed in front of the cross and said, Oh, God, have pity on me. I am nobody. I am no one, really. I am nobody. And the bishop also saw the archbishop doing that, scene the archbishop doing that. He also nailed down next to him and said, Oh, God, have mercy on me. I am nobody. I am nobody. Have mercy. I am no one. And then the, <laughs> and then the, 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 the church, uh, the minister uh The minister, the clergy of the church, the, church, the one who owned, oh, oh, I mean, who operate in that shop, you know, the chief in that church, saw so in the archbishop and the bishop do that, also kneel next to them and say, Oh God, have mercy on me, I'm nobody, I'm nobody. And the, the cleaner, you know, sweeping <laughs> the floor, seeing they all doing that, he also kneel in front of all of them, I know, in front of the, the cross, next to them and say, God, have mercy on me, I'm nobody. <laughs> I'm humble, I'm nobody. <laughs> and the archbishop look at him and say, Look at who is saying who is nobody. He's a nobody here. (laughs) How humble indeed, huh? That's good. Ah, I just... uh, Somebody just collected some jokes for me and I didn't have time to read through. I read only one, two, three, four jokes. Oh, no, actually... (laughs) I have to read like 20 jokes in order to have these four jokes for you, at least 20. You know, some jokes are lousy, some joke I don't understand, what's the point? <laughs> I keep reading, reading, reading again. <laughs> just, my IQ just give up, you know, <laughs> refuses to, to understand. So I say, okay, forget it, you know. So it's just like a diamond, you know, sometimes you have to dig a lot of dirt in order to get a few, Yeah. You know? Okay, for joke number one, it's about our grandma. A grandma, dearly beloved to his fam- her family, has passed away, and the granddaughter, you know, so miss her so much, desperately want to contact the soul of the deceased, right? Went to a psychic, the scene, dark room, you know, and want to contact the soul of the grandma. And so sure enough, after wagging, wigging, shaking, choking, sobbing, and there's some, <clears throat> and then the psychic. There's a voice, you know, hokey voice, a h- horse voice, begin to say, uh, "Hello, hello, Jenny." <laughs> oh, the granddaughter was—is her name? So. who is that? So the voice said, "I'm your grandma." Uh, and Jenny said, "Is that really you, grandma?" And the voice said, "Yeah, it is me, Jenny. I'm your grandma." And Jenny, Jenny is still not sure. Is that you? Really? You, Grandma? The voice still saying, It is I, your grandmother. Yeah, it's me. So Jenny said, Well, there's only one question I want to ask you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, the granddaughter, Jenny, said, Grandmother, since when did you learn to speak English? <laughs>
5: <There
0: you are. laughs> so be careful when you cheat people. huh? <laughs> Eventually the tale comes out. Huh? The truth is like the sun, you know. It will come out. <laughs> after the cloud. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is a joke about another old man. Yeah. This an old no, it's an old grandma, now he's an old grandpa. <laughs> old grandpa went into the doctor's office complaining that his knee hurt so his right knee hurt so bad he couldn't walk at all. So please do something about it. And the doctor checked him up, down, in, out, everything, and listening, everything. And I said, ah. so I said How old are you? say the patient say I'm 98 the doctor say wow I mean look at you you're almost 100 years old and you complain about your knee hurt what do you expect at your age so the grandpa said but my, I'm, my other knee also 98 and it doesn't hurt
3: <laughs>
0: yeah Doctor, doctor, <laughs> he's old but he's not daft. Huh? <laughs> okay. Well, you know so much joke about dumb blonde, huh? <laughs> I don't think the blonde people are dumb at all. Maybe they are stupid, <laughs> but they're not dumb. Well, actually, they're probably more, I don't know, more simple, eh? More innocent, I don't know how to put it. Or perhaps they're more pretty, and people are jealous of them. Who knows? So, but here is a dumb blonde joke. Okay, don't get offended, the blondie. Huh? I have no discrimination. Yeah, I have all kind of uh, color in my <laughs> in my cabinet. You know, uh, you know, dumb blonde, <laughs> smart brunette, the one in between, the soy sauce color, <laughs> charcoal color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a white flag person as chocolate dark brown colour person and in between and yellow submarine and <laughs> <laughs> red Indian all kind. Yeah, I have no no problem with colors. You know, whether hair or eyes or skin or whatever. Yeah. I only worry about the colour of your soul. Yeah. Which is Mm. you know, colorless, <laughs> which is pure and pretty. So um, I'm just trying to look for that for you, yeah? Sometimes you cover it, sometimes you hide it, so I'm trying to dig it out by all kind of mean. yeah? <laughs> sometimes I use my finger to uh, for a little bit, sometimes it's too deep, I have to dig it, yeah? Sometimes it's so hard, outside, I have to, you know, the cover so hard, I have to hammer, 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 yeah? <laughs> all kind of thing I have to do, Yeah? No wonder uh, my voice. Let's see, <laughs> sometimes I dig with the voice too. You know? <laughs> my mouth is only it's the only two I have <laughs> in this world. <laughs> okay, there's another dumb blonde joke here. Okay, but don't 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 think the the people the blonde people are dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is discrimination for sure because they always talk about dumb blonde about woman. They never say a dumb blonde a dumb blonde man. Have you ever seen a joke about a dumb, blonde man? No. huh? You got one of a blonde, dumb man? Really? What was it? This one? Okay. Ah, oh, really? I have never really seen one about dumb, blonde men. Mostly only about woman. Up to now, I've seen only dumb, blonde about woman. Huh? So here's another dumb, blonde joke about woman. So whoever make all this dumb, blonde joke must be woman. <laughs> blackhead <laughs> okay there's a blonde passing by an office building at night and she saw a sign on the door that read like ring the bell for the night watchman so she came and rang the bell and then clop, 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 the man from the third floor, you know, oh, you know, rubbing his eyes, coming out, turn off all the alarm, disconnected all the, you know, like um, laser security system, open one door, open another door, disconnect another alarm, <laughs> uh, disconnect another laser system, open another door and then come out. And ask, you know, you know, me. what do you want, lady? So the, the the blonde say, well I just want to know why cannot you ring the bell yourself.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it happened to me sometimes, you know, when on the airplane sometimes they give you a piece of paper say so not disturb if I'm sleeping, you see? Yeah, the um some, some aeroplane, that do that for you because they always wake you up for anything, water, juice, Coca-Cola, whiskey, well, anything, even if you sleep. But some aeroplane, you know, in first class, they give, to the, uh, give you you know, the paper to tape it on your chair, you know, on the head of your chair saying, do not disturb, I'm sleeping. And sometimes they still wake you up. I say, you don't see the sign? And the hostess says, Well, I just want to make sure that you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not necessarily a blonde. Yeah? I'm working with all kind of different hair color and stupidity, red eyes in all kinds, I tell you. <laughs> That's... That is one thing that doesn't have discrimination, the stupidity. (laughs) It doesn't mind if he's a blonde or hair or black or anything. (laughs) He just come in all shape and size. Uh, Wow, there's a last joke here. My God, no more after this. (laughs) Okay. There is a man who repair a typewriter. Yes and he was called into a building to repair a typewriter. And he went there, he looked for a park place, but he couldn't find any. In the big cities, sometimes difficult to find a, a park place. So he parked on a non-parking place. And they put a note outside of the windshield, clap it on the windshield. Windshield, right? Yes. Uh, put a note there saying, I, I am uh, uh, Joseph Goldsmith, Working inside the building, so I just probably let the police know that he he has to go work. You know? <laughs> so he said, "I'm ghost." I was say "Ghostsmith, huh? Yeah, working inside building." So when I finished, he finished repair his typewriter. He came out and saw another note next to an next to his note saying that. A Flackler Jerome police officer working outside the building <laughs> with a ticket of course. <laughs> with a <the> ticket. <laughs> you can escape the karma huh? <laughs> trying so hard. So tell your joke. Give him a micro. Not microwave, microphone. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, dumb blonde man yeah. and you are dumb blonde yourself <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, i'll change the hair color uh, okay there's this uh, man sitting in a in a pub and another man and he says ah oh, i'll tell you this really good blonde blonde joke and he says mm, you better stop think about this before you tell me i'm really blonde or i've dyed my hair black but really i'm blonde and he says uh yeah yeah no no i'll tell you he said before you tell me Think again. See that big guy sitting over there, uh-huh. six foot four, world champion bodybuilder? Mm. He's my brother, he's also blonde. Oh. He says, uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I'll still tell you. So hang on before you tell me. See the twins back there, six foot eight, World Wrestling Federation champions? They're both blonde. Okay, okay, no, no, yeah, I'll still tell you. He says, hang on. See the bartender over there, six foot ten, 280 pounds, he's also blonde. Oh. Forget it. No, forget it, forget it. Yeah, you're scared, aren't you? And he said, No, I just can't be bothered explaining it five times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> explaining five times? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Can you explain to me? <laughs> This. Why did they have to explain five times? They're too, too stupid, right?
6: Because <laughs> there were five, five blonde brothers. Five blondes, yeah. Right. So, so he a... would have had to explain the blonde joke to each one of them. Explain why it was so uh,
0: funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, explaining. Okay. Wow. I was blonde. You see. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, you caught me. <laughs> Anyone else have a good joke? You don't have to be a blonde joke, any joke. I forgot a joke. A friend came to visit a friend, and uh, that friend has a boy about five years old. And so the visiting friend asked the boy, what would you like to grow up to be? What will you be when you grow up? What would you like to do when you grow up? And the boy said he would like to be a garbage collector. So the friend, visiting friend, said to his father, Wow, this is rather a very strange ambition. Why does he want to be a gar- garbage collector? So the father said that, Well, because he thinks the garbage man only work on Tuesday, <laughs> once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they come only once a week to <laughs> collect the garbage. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, the same with you. You want to be a master because she works only Christmas and <laughs> and Moon Festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what does she do? She and what does she do while she's working? Just uh, making joke and uh, touching head and <laughs> say nice hair. And <laughs> Uh, touching cookies and all that. <laughs> yeah, it's a very easy job, no? <laughs> so everybody thinks it's good to be a master. Well, let it be. If you like to be, you can do. <laughs> uh, anybody else has any joke? Uh, ah, okay. Better be good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was this one lunatic hospital for, you know, crazy people to go in. And there was a doctor. He was worried about his hospital because there's a new group of new patients needs to be put in. And the hospital is already full. No more space for the new people. So he's trying to think of something to get rid of the old patients, if they're cured or anything. And he thought of this one idea. He drew a door on the wall. Um, and then he asked all the patients to sit in front of it. And everybody crowd up and sit and talking and all. And he has this one question to his patient. If all the patients, first of all, all the patients want to get off already. They think this place is not necessary. So the doctor just asked the patient, if you can go through this door, you will be able to get out of this place forever. And then all the patients were so happy and excited and say, when can we try? When can we try? And everybody went up. And then they were like punching, hammering kicking and knocking, like trying to open the door. But there was this one patient, special one, dressing up and sitting on the chair, like acting all cool, like nothing happened. Doctor saw it. He was happy. Finally, one patient. This one patient is finally almost cured. He's not sure, so he wants to test him. He went up to him and asked him, why don't you go try on the door? And the patient said, oh, it's not necessary. Why... Why do I need to try on this door? It will never open. And then the doctor asks again. He's kind of happy, see. And asks him, why do you think it won't open? And the patient say, all oh, these people are crazy. They were just going and bending. See how long they have been hammering the door and never opens. And the doctor is getting really happy now. And he's finally asking, um, are you going to try hammering it? And the patient say. No, I don't need to hammer it because I got a key to that door.
7: (laughs) Three men decided to uh, hike across the lava field that's in Hawaii. So um, the day before, they gathered together and they wanted to decide what to bring because it's hot to hike across the lava. So they asked the big Hawaiian guy, What are you going to bring? He said, Oh, uh, I'm going to bring some cold beer. So, cold beer, what for? Well, when it gets hot, I can drink the beer. He said, Oh, okay. And they asked a the small Chinese guy, What are you going to bring? He said, Oh, I'm just going to bring some money. Money, what for? Well, when I get when it gets hot, I can buy the beer from the Hawaiian guy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: so the third man, he asked, Oh, what are you going to bring? Uh, I'm just going to bring a car door. Why? What for? Well, when it gets hot, I can roll down the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh okay, not bad. <laughs> All blonde, right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, this is a real story. Uh, I experienced uh, at the retreat during May 2000, um, when we got to the Yungdung Center, it was very cold, like last night, even colder than last night. Um, it's already past midnight, so we, you know, brought our luggage, climbed the mountain. And then some guard told us, you know, you have because it's very cold, they give us some like, foam. Hmm? You like some oh, foam? Some foam to put under the tent. Right, right. So we, you know, we brought the foam, put it on the ground. Then we start like putting out our tent. You know, I was just doing putting up my tent. Then I saw a brother just next to me, like putting the foam on the ground. Then like he had several pieces of luggage. Then he started like sitting there meditating. Oh, I was thought, oh my gosh, he was so sincere. You know, it's so cold. And he was now sitting on his tent. He was just studying, meditating after like a long journey, and, like from airport to the center. So I was really like you know very admiring him. But then, anyway, I set up my tent. I went to sleep. Uh, next morning I wake up. I came out. Uh, Some time from breakfast, and then he was still sitting on the phone. And <laughs> and I was just kind of curious. I said like you know. Uh, you have a tent. He said, yes, I, I have a tent. Then I said, like, why don't you set it up? Then he said, I don't know how to set up a tent. <laughs> I don't
2: oh.
0: Oh. oh. my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember, appearance does that's, 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 uh, delude you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people look sincere, but you have to watch it. <laughs> you should have asked him the night before and helped the poor man to set up a tent. He might have died and frozen next to you, and you with your admiration, you have killed him <laughs> Oh my God is it true? Is it true like that? My God, yeah, it happens, you know it happens. Sometimes uh, when he came the first time, and he never been in the camping area, he never camped in his life. He would have not know. I also wouldn't know how to put up a tent. I probably figure out after a while, you know. But some men they just don't figure out. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even ask. <laughs> don't even ask. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't know how to put up a tent, and somebody is putting up a tent next to you at least you open your mouth and say, Brother, could you help me out? You look so good at it. No. (laughs) Talking about enlightenment and wisdom and all that. Oh, oh, man. Well, actually, he deserves it. (laughs) Having a mouth and don't ask. Yeah? I tell you to meditate, develop wisdom. But I I also tell you, make use of it. (laughs) Not to, to develop wisdom and store it in there. Huh? My goodness, how can a man like Which man is that? <laughs> how can there be a man like that? Don't even ask. Sit there all night. You know what? This is typical. Master take care of everything. <laughs> yeah, master does. She put a man who knows how to put up a tent next to you. <laughs> and she also gives you a mouth. Yeah, just like the, the joke I told you about the lotto, huh? the man keep praying to God to win a lotto. He kept praying every week, he prayed to win a lotto. Many years passed, he never win a lotto. So then he was crying to God one day, saying, I've been praying to you for years just to win some lotto, build my house. How come you never answer my prayer? So God asked him, did you ever buy a lotto ticket? No.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are there more women in heaven than men? Why? Because the men don't stop and ask for directions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. They don't ever. I have this problem, yeah. Whenever I have a like a taxi driver or some man driver, and he could keep r- driving around and around and around and make so much trouble. And I say, why don't you stop and ask? And then finally he tried But... It's not like he's asking, you know. He's just driving and slow down a you little know, and, and saw the man like this. No, I not like that. <laughs> don't even want to ask, really. I don't know what is that, ego or stupidity or what. Huh? Ego? ego? The ego should be hungry, thirsty and tired. No. <laughs> ego lives forever. The ego lives by air. My God, terrible. That's why now you see me driving, Yeah. Right and shy, I drive myself. <laughs> Even though I'm very tired sometimes, And I, I don't like to really drive. I'm also not good at direction. I do stop and ask though. <laughs>
5: uh,
0: it's really very difficult. When I first drive, I get lost all the time. Just a ten or five minutes away from, away from home only. But if it's a different turn, then I forgot you know, how to go back. I don't know how to get back. I keep going different and then it's getting farther and farther away. (laughs) It looks easy to drive, but not when you're driving, especially when I haven't driven all my life. I haven't been, I haven't driven all my many lives. That's why. And some people don't understand that I couldn't really drive before, you know. I wasn't kidding. I really needed help. I need some local God to drive me around fast. Otherwise I'm I get in lost so long. I got cold and all that. You know, I couldn't even get home. Just ten, five minutes away from home. I know the direction. Sometimes there's a, like sometimes they make a road and stop sign there. You know, like working, and that's it. <laughs> if I cannot get the try and trusted road, I get lost again. <laughs> I don't know how to get home, especially in a new place. Even old place, I would know. Yeah. Well, I like Florida a little better here because. The row are numbered, you know. <laughs> if I go wrong, if I go to number three, I know next one would be four, five, six, so no need to try. Better go back, you know, <laughs> or do, uh, go somewhere else, yeah. But in like California, oh, I get lost all the time, all the time, all the time. All the names are so fancy and difficult to remember. I'm very simple. I don't remember too many of these uh things of the world, you know. I used to remember better when I was a kid. When I read something, I remember quick, immediately, and I learned lesson by memorizing. <laughs> and now too many roads, I can't remember, because I'm also a new driver, you know. I have to keep looking for the road, and, you know, it's different when you haven't driven all your life. Not to talk about you haven't driven all your many lives. <laughs> no experience. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think I'm okay now. Anyway joke, joke? okay, over there
2: uh, there was uh, Jesus sitting at the reception desk in heaven, and uh, he 's sitting there for a while and uh, he looks into the cloudy distance and he sees this white haired old man approaching and it takes a while, long, long time to approach, and he finally gets there and Jesus says, uh, "Welcome to heaven, brother, but um, before you can enter heaven, I need to need to know from you." Um, something that you've done in your life to deserve to get in here. And the old man looked at him and said, Well, I just lived a simple life. I was just a a carpenter. But I had a a young boy who was famous in all the world, and everybody loved him. And uh, Jesus looked at him long and hard and said, Father? And the old man looked at him and said, Pinocchio?
0: Yeah, I know that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, ha-
2: I have a true story. I-, I was English teaching to some Asian students, and uh, um, I said to one of the students, oh, where are you from? And he said, I'm from China. And I said, are you from mainland China? And he said, yes, I was made in China. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, many in China. <laughs> Beginners. Yeah, next one. I
3: have a joke here. A couple years ago, it's a true story. Um, it might be considered a, maybe another dumb practitioner story. But um, outside here, it was in Florida at the Florida Center here uh, uh, two years ago during the springtime. And... Um, there were some cows outside the front gate, and there was a certain practitioner who shall be remi- rena- uh, remain nameless. It was me. And uh, he was working the the front gate. And at that particular time, uh, Master decided to give an uh, informal talk out on the grass. It was a really beautiful day. And so all, 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 the, all the brothers and sisters went down with Master and um, the practitioner was left alone by the gate with nothing to do. So he was trying to listen, and the uh, master's voice was amplified. He was trying to listen, but uh couldn't hear very well, so he just started trying to amuse himself. Went out on the front road, even, uh, outside the gate, and there was these cows. And he just kind of acted stupidly in front of them, and you know, he had a ball or something like that and was bouncing it. It looked like the cows were amused by him. And so I just stopped and I said... I kind of just thought to myself, is there anything else you want me to do? And the cow said, we're not interested in you, stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, why don't you, why don't you get out of, in other words, why don't you get out of the way? We want to listen to master. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Did he tell you that? Yeah. Oh, really? uh, You could listen to him?
3: That's what, that's the feeling I got in my head. They They said, get out of the way. We don't care about you. We want to hear master. Oh, really? So I felt really stupid. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I went back to the gate, and there was a chair there. I just decided to meditate, you know, just for five, ten minutes. And uh, and then I opened my eyes and looked around the corner. And at, at first, there were two or three cows, uh, and they were standing up. Now, five, ten minutes later, there was about five cows, and they're all right, nuzzled next to the fence, and they're all sitting down and just looking straight towards uh, into the center. And they're all just laying there, listening, listening to your voice. Amazing <laughs> uh-huh.
1: so. uh? Thank you. Thank you.
0: yeah, my God, that's very touching, yeah. it's good that you can hear them sometimes. they normally don 't care to talk too much, just when really necessary, or emergency they would tell you <laughs> yeah, well, animals are amazing, huh, yes. there was a cow who ate the initiation form in in Costa Rica when they first went there. Yeah, the truck was full of vegetables, fresh, all kinds of bread and beautiful, fresh, green vegetables, white vegetables, carrots, you know, all kind of thing. And cow would eat them, you know, but no, this cow, he went straight to the initiation from uh, that uh, play over there and then took one. And then our disciple chase him out and said, give it back to me, give it back to me. And then he quickly, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he swallowed it whole. And run away. <laughs> yeah. It didn't go for vegetable or nothing. Yeah, I told you many times that sentient beings look different from us, but they do have God's quality in them. God resides in them too. So do have respect. Do have respect. The reason I brought some animals here for you and for the kids, also to take the opportunity to tell you about these things. Yes? And maybe if you could communicate with them, you hear them talk. <laughs> Thank you, brother. That was very useful and educational. Yeah. I was a guy who came in a shop and buy a parrot, kit, parrot. And There were three parrots in the shop. One is $5,000, the other one 10000 and the other one 30000 so the So the customer asked the owner, How come this guy 5000 So expensive for a parrot, this kind. So I say because I have trained him or he can talk. Yeah. So he the customer asked him, How about this guy? What can he do that he's so expensive? He say well apart from talking he could also do some amusing action, like dancing and all that. That's why he's expensive. Okay. And he said, How about the third one? What does he what can he do that he's so expensive? And uh the owner of the shop say I don't know. Normally I never heard I have never heard him talk nor dance or whistle or, or sing you nothing at all. But the other two call him the boss, so <laughs> 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 Expensive. Yeah. It, it is true yeah, you know, it is true. Yeah you know, no no birds they are they, they have hierarchy, you know. You know the, the pink bird that I told you he's twenty years old? He can dance, he can whistle, he can talk, he can sing too. He can talk Spanish and English, you know, not, not a lot, but, you know, like 50 words or something. If you teach him more, he can do more. But he's also smart. He knows what he's saying also. But anyway, he told me that he's a top bird. He's the boss of all the birds here. They are nothing. So he should be in a higher position and treat it more with care and respect. That's what, that's what he ordered. <laughs> Uh, they do, they do things like that, yeah. And then when the red scarlet macaw came, uh, he was very mad. He didn't talk to me too much. So I asked, "What's the problem?" Said so that guy, "He wants to be a top bird. You have too many birds here who want to be a top bird. Too much competition. I'm the only top bird here, and that's final." <laughs> <laughs> My God. I say no, no, no! You are top bird. You are top bird. He's just a baby. He needs attention. That's all. But because that, that's uh, red scarlet can sing. La 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 la. He sing, you know, when he comes to you, and he say thank you and I love you, and la 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 he can sing well. So my god, this uh, top bird is very jealous, you know, worried that we take care too much. I do take care of that because he's new. He's a baby. Mm. I said, you're elder, you know, you should welcome a newcomer, and especially he's a baby, you should love him, teach him something. He didn't like that. (laughs) He didn't like that. But the other two, my car, the highest in the blue one, and the blue and gold, they did love that baby. You saw they're kissing him from both sides. Yeah, normally they would. If they are uh, together, they sometimes have competition pushing them out. But the both of them were kissing and caressing him. You saw it the other day, yeah, yeah. on both sides. Very motherly, though, yes, because um, the highest in he told me that that's a very immature male, yes. He loves, you know, showing off, though. He likes his name to be big. He told me my name should be some, like, great names, like movie star, like, you know. Yeah, he told me, like, Paravati or... <laughs> A clock gable, otherwise I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I, and then later I have to, uh, you know, how you say, uh, negotiate with him. Tell him that, well, these names are great and they suit you also fine, but I have better name. And he was very happy because I say this name means you are very courageous, handsome and loyal. What better can it be? The other are just names, they're just famous, but they don't have to... Good meaning like this, and he likes. He likes his name Kadula. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any African people here? African? Rising? No. Yeah. Anyone know African language? No. Nobody know that name. How about Thai? Any Thai people here? Is that Thai name too? Kadula? Kadula? No. <laughs> I thought in Thai they have similar. Hmm. So he likes that name now. He, he don't care about uh, Clark Gable or Paravoti anymore. <laughs> because first we were singing very well and he said he won a great name because he thinks he's a star, you know, he can sing. We keep praising him so he thinks he's a star. He thinks he should have a star quality name. So when we were joking, he said, oh, maybe Paravoti because you sing like an opera singer and he likes that very much. And when we call like Parvati, he responded to that name. (laughs) It was difficult to get it off him, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But now he liked that name, Kadula, better, yeah. Because I told him this is handsome also, included in there, you know. (laughs) He likes that very much. (laughs) There was a restaurant owner who has a a parrot, yes. And he, uh, you know. And every day, because he, he has a shop across the gas, uh, the gas shop, you sell gas for cooking. Every day he just, uh, you know, talk through the window. Hey, bring me a, how say, tank. a tank of gas, yeah. a cylinder? Yeah. Bring me a cylinder of gas. So then the man from the opposite uh, shop will bring yeah. a gas to him. One day he's not home. And then when he came back, he saw like, Seven cylinders of gas in front of his house. <laughs> he asked the opposite man, What are you doing? Why you put seven? You know, he was calling him, you, you, What are you doing? You're crazy. You put seven cylinders of gas in front of my house. I never told you to do that. And the gas man said, What do you want? Every hour you, you call me to bring one cylinder of <laughs> gas to your house. So oh, I did that. <laughs> seven times you did it. So I brought seven times. Oh, so the uh, owner knows that this is a parrot to make trouble. So to punish him and to apologize to the gas uh, seller over there in, in front, he uh, nailed the parrot, you know, with the, the feather only. Okay, it's just, it's just a joke, so don't worry. I wouldn't do that to my parrot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would nail the gas man for being stupid. <laughs> anyway, I'm just joking. I wouldn't nail him either. So anyway, he nailed the parrot right in front of his door. To apologize to the other guy, also to punish him for playing prank. And then the parrots were nailed there, and then he looked across, he, he saw Jesus uh, on the cross right in front of him, you know, in front of the other man's door. And he said, Geez, how long have you been there? <laughs> so Jesus said, Oh, around 2,000 years. <laughs> nailed on the cross 2,000 years. <laughs> Padua said, "Geez, you must have called a (laughs) million cylinders of gas. (laughs) (laughs) You got it, huh? (laughs) Okay. Anyone else? You got another one like that? I'm not, okay, this guy, yes, but he has not talked. Okay, there's a,
6: a bank, and the robber goes into the bank, and he walks up to the bank teller puts his gun, points it at the teller and says, give me the money or else. And the teller, who possibly was blonde, says, or else what? (laughs) (laughs) And the the bank robber says, don't confuse me, this is my first job. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the
0: answer. (laughs) That's cute. Okay,
6: A young boy was having trouble at school. Um, All his subjects were quite good except his mathematics. So his parents decided to put him in a christian school which had a very good reputation for yeah. mathematics six months later and because uh, he was a jewish boy and they, you know they're a little bit worried about putting him in a christian school and six months later comes back 100 percent top of the class in mathematics and the parents said look you know uh, you know remember you're jewish and you know, you know but really what what did it and he said well i went into the class and and I was having trouble and I looked up and I saw that man nailed on the cross and I thought, geez, if I don't get a good score, they're going to do that to me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very cute. <laughs> yeah, there was a joke about that, but then I didn't think it was too funny. You know, There was a friend calling... Is John home is John uh, is John available? His wife said no he's no, not a communicado. comunicado and the friend say what is that? Incomunicado is that right? <laughs> so the friend say oh, how, how how do you spell that? So they say D I U N K <laughs> Drunk <laughs>
2: In communicado,
0: <laughs> spell drunk. Oh, this is not bad. Some some jokes are not bad. <laughs>
5: okay, let's Ah, huh? oh yeah, cool. <laughs> Uh,师傅，我有几个笑话要说哈。呃，第一个笑话是我亲身的笑话，就是我以前是一个辅导老师，就是小学的辅导老师。然后我都会跟他们说，呃，要守戒律啊，然后师傅的教理呀，然后他们都很听话。结果有一次，呃，就是他们每次。有出什么事情的时候 要打学生,就那些学生就一边跑一边给那个世界,就说,清海武沙是救命啊,你的土地要打我。Heh, <笑><笑><笑>
0: she's a teacher, heh, yeah. and one day uh, she she always taught her student about precepts and. Uh, Supreme Master Ching Hai name and taught her, them to recite the Master's name before they sleep. And they do that and they sleep very well. And before they make exam or anything, they always pray to Supreme Master Ching Hai and all that. That was all so well. And she has never beaten her student at all. One day she has to go on retreat and uh, like uh, ask another uh, fellow disciples, another sister, to uh, replace her meanwhile. And that sister is kind of, uh, you know, it's not like her. Uh, Looks like the student doesn't listen to her. So she used a ruler, you know, the teacher ruler, and tried wanting to hit one of the kids. Yeah, small ruler. You know. so, and the kid was running away from, 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 the, from her. <laughs> and uh, while running, he said, uh, Supreme Master Ching Hai, help save me. Your, your disciple is beating me up. <laughs> 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 okay, guys, huh? Look like we run out of juice. <laughs> Let's go home and yeah, drink something warm in the kitchen. Is that something warm for you there? Yeah? Good. That's a good thing, at least, huh? But you know what? I really would not like to hold another retreat. If we ever have another retreat, should not be here anymore. It's too cold for you. I couldn't sleep at night worrying about how cold you are in, in, the, in the tent. Because I sleep in my room, you know, with big blanket, and sometimes I have an electric blanket if I'm cold. I'm, I get cold easily. That's why I sympathize for you more. I get cold very easily. But um, I have also my dogs, you know, they sleep around, and it's warm, you know. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are very warm, you know, they're so warm. If you touch their stomach, one my little dog, his stomach is like, oh my goodness, like a... A toast. toast, yeah, so warm, yeah. All the tanti and chi, you know, all the solar plexus is working well, yes, and that's why whenever yeah, at night when I have to turn on aircon very cold so that all of them get you know cool enough until they sleep and then I turn it low. But meanwhile I'm frozen <laughs> because <laughs> I don't like cold. But at least they sleep around, you know, in my bed. Some of them, so it's, it's warm. But you are really okay? Yes. How you bear it? It's so cold. How many degrees at night? It was 35
4: yesterday night?
0: Thirty-five degree? That means zero.
4: Yeah, close to zero. Almost. 32 is zero. Yeah,
0: almost. Coldest was, last night. Coldest was last night. Oh god. I was in Japan, I told you, like minus five. Um I was trying to see how much I can bear, you know. So I have a tent. Minus five, sometimes minus ten, outside in the Japanese mountain. Uh, anyway, I pitch a tent outside in winter and it's snowing very hard. And inside the tent, the snowflakes you know, can, uh, you know, uh, the the coal froze the uh, the, the steam, the condensation inside, and it's beautiful like flower, you know. It's, it's the shape of the snow, snow crystalline. It's beautiful. Yeah, but it is so cold and the blanket become hard, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> huh? Yeah, frozen blanket it go like, you know, you can <laughs> you can stand it up, you know. <laughs> I was silly though. I could have done something else, you know, like put a sleeping bag uh, more one more sleeping bag on top of the tent. That would isolate some of the heat also. Yeah. But also at that time I didn't eat very well. You know. I eat just simple sometimes dry you know, the instant noodle with some ham and some fresh vegetables, throw it in together. Uh, I did not really eat well, like a good meal like you do here. So perhaps it uh, made me colder. Very colder. After one week I came back in. <laughs> So you could survive though, huh? But not very comfortable. Are you? But I didn't have the hat like you have now also. Yeah, I wasn't well equipped. Who who say that the Master knows everything? (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) Well, but at least now I have more experience. I can tell you what to do, huh? Yeah. If it's too cold, you bring two sleeping bags, one to sleep and one to cover outside because the sleeping bag is very isolated, yeah? If you, uh, insulation is good, if you buy a good one. Sometimes a simple one also helps, because of the, the cover of the sleeping bag is meant for insulation. So if it's very hot, you put the sleeping bag on top of your tent and open the window, just leave the screen door, and you sleep inside, Mid- midday is still very cool. And if it's very cold... You cover the sleeping bag on top of your tent, make it more isolation. And it's much better. And cover your ears with that loving hat, etc., And cover a blanket. Uh, You could also cover your head like this, and then sleep sleep inside the sleeping bag. This makes big, big difference. And another uh, thing like this, around your sleeping bag, you know, on top of your body, before the sleeping bag. It's really make a big difference, eh? that you cover your ears, okay? Because this is where you feel headache, and sometimes the the cold wind go to your ears. Your ears very sensitive inside, you know, and it had a lot of nerves in there connected with the whole body and the head. So if your ears too cold, you give you gives you headache. So it is better to keep your ear warm, okay, guys? That's the only thing. All right, good night. Okay. Bye bye. I
1: love you. Love you too.